Welcome to the uh, Hijack Switchbrew podcast. This is your host, Nathan Rudge, and my co-host, Jake Mounsey. Yeah, look, three in a row. <laughs> it, like, like I said, it's, it's our podcast. Yeah, it, it really is at this point. Yeah, it really is. I mean, at this rate, um, I think you might have been on more podcasts than uh, Alex, if you don't wow. count the monthly ones. Wow, really? Okay, okay. Nice. Because you, you've been on one with the both of us. Yeah, yeah. That was episode six, I believe. Yeah. Hang on, let me just double check. It was, it was either five or six. Let me check how many episodes it was, it was we a while ago. out at yeah. the moment. Uh, so we have eight episodes out. Okay. So this is so episode it was, nine. Yeah, it was five, seven, and eight. I was it. No, no. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, yes. <laughs> Me, me no so, yeah, good you, at numbers. I reckon you were in five, seven, and eight. Yeah. So this is four, and Alex has been in six. So yeah, not too bad. Not yeah. too far off of it. Me no good at numbers. Yeah. <laughs> me do numbers good. Yeah. So, uh, Jake, what have you been playing? I've been playing a whole bunch of different things. I'll uh, I'll get the boring one out of the way first. I've actually had um. I've actually had a lot of time to uh, actually sit down and play World of Warcraft recently, so uh, yeah, there's that. I'll uh, yeah, I won't bore people with it. I'll just say I finally leveled through a hunter through the latest expansion, the third character I haven't maxed, and now we're moving on to Blood Death Knight. And I've been having a lot yeah, of fun it, with that. Was <laughs> so, it yeah, like oh, it was about thirty characters on there? Yes, <laughs> I yeah. I am I am what the community calls an altaholic. I love having alternate characters to play as. Because yes. I am crazy. <laughs> just a little bit crazy. Yeah. And you level each one to max, just, don't just, you? Yes, I, I at least try to. It was, it was hard last expansion because, uh, yeah, BFA uh, sucked the big one. And, like, this one, the content is just kind of releasing very, very slowly. So, like, we're starting yeah. to feel the drought. But, uh yeah anyway anyway so yeah moving on from you know that because i don't think a uh, nintendo podcast would like to hear about warcraft um uh, a game i actually like really got into surprisingly was uh star renegades it was the game that i did the uh, uh my first joy play on on the uh that was a uh, roguelite wasn't it yeah that was the roguelite rpg that i played i uh yeah, I've put in about 16 hours into that. Nice, nice. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Like, there are there are some things that bug me about it, but, like, it, it is pretty... It's a pretty good game. I I really like the, uh, the main, like, gimmick of the combat system where, like, you have to, like... Like, you have a bar at the top of the screen which uh, determines uh, who goes in, like, what order. Yeah, and uh, certain attacks can push enemies' uh, attacks further along the timeline. Ah, uh, yes, that's that's a, always a neat mechanic to have. Yeah, yeah, to the point where you can push them off the bar, and it gets delayed to the next turn. So, like, that's huh. yeah. So, yeah, you can do that to like boss enemies that are like charging up their huge, strong like AOE attack that'll go nuts. Just push them to the next turn, and then 
you know, defend against it the next turn. Which is, yeah, That's really good. quite neat, actually. Yeah, like, it, it, it is fun, but one thing that really kind of annoys me is, like, some, uh, yeah, some starting, uh, yeah, some starting character parties are just too good to not use every time. Yeah. So, like, it gets really repetitive really quick. Very quick it would. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, by the end of a run, which, annoyingly, I still haven't finished a full run yet. I've been close many times, but... But, yeah, at the start of... It's always a challenge yeah, getting a yeah. full run on those kinds of games. Yeah, at, at, at the start of, uh, like, a... Uh, of a run, you pick three of your... God, many characters. <laughs> I, I've lost count, because, like, I don't even have all of them, because some of them can only be unlocked by, uh like, going through a run and having two characters actually, you know, become lovers and have a kid, you know, uh, Fire Emblem Awakening style. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't had a run go long enough to get to that point, <laughs> which is really annoying. But, uh, yeah, at the start of a run, you uh, get to pick uh, three, three dudes. The most, like, a as I've noticed, the most efficient is, like, the main tank who like has gauntlets that like have hollow shields. Ooh, that so, sounds neat. Yeah, so like her whole thing is just like stopping damage and you know, uh protecting other people from damage as well. Then you have like the off tank, which is like kind of the main character of the game. She was the character that you were given in the uh tutorial. She's yeah, she's like a tank damage mix. Okay. Yeah, and um, the main support, which you also get kind of in the tutorial. Like, they are the... They're yeah, the in, best ones to they're, have. They're typically the best ones, because... Because, yeah, how, like, how battles work is... Uh, all you really need to do is make sure you don't take, like, health damage. You can take as much shield damage as you want, because at the end of fights, your shields regenerate. Yeah. So but like if you take health Yeah, take that's, health that's, that's a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, take health damage. That that's bad. That's bad. You can only really heal, like, depending on your like party layout, uh, once every like three battles. Unless you can find like a healing kit out in the world and whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. So if you do take health damage, it's going to stay there for a while. So like the main support doesn't like, none of the support characters actually heal in battle. They just regenerate shields. Uh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, like, the main support guy does, like, a huge single target, like, shield regenerate ability. Which you mostly would do on, you know, your yeah. main tank. On, yeah. So, that's typically how it goes. And, like, I've also found, like, the strongest... Yeah, like, the strongest character, like, I've been able to recruit at the moment. Like, he does a lot of damage, but none of his attacks are able to push enemies, like, further down the, uh, turn timeline. He's more of just a... a yeah, just, just... Just a straight DPS. Pure damage. So, you need a kind... Like, if you bring him in in a run, you gotta work around it. Yeah. So yeah, every, I think, two planets that you move to, you get, like, an extra character to your party. Okay. Yeah. With, I think, I think the max is five. 
maybe six. There's like there's enough parties. I, uh, I assume yeah. you can swap out people as you go as well. No, actually. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. So oh. whatever you pick, you're stuck with until the like the end of the run. Interesting. So yeah, and like the fact that uh, when you get to choose, you only get to choose one of two. It 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 makes the it makes the choice difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It would. It's a, it sounds like a really good game to worth like that's worth picking up. Yeah, it, it's really good. I just have like yeah a handful of eh, complaints with it because like, yeah, like runs take too long. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah with roguelikes like a full like most like really well known roguelikes like a full run will only take like an hour max. Exactly. Like, yeah, I like my longest run went for three and a half hours. Oh, and that, that is yeah, that is long. And yeah, and like I said before, I haven't finished a full run, so I still had a lot to go. Yeah, that's a challenge. Yeah, that is like the biggest downside for it. Have you been playing much else or? Um. Oh yeah, another thing that uh, I've been I've been playing is I wanted to. I wanted to see if Team Sonic Racing was as boring as I remember it was. Guess what? Yes. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it it was. It's it's upsetting. It's it kind of upsetting. Wasn't it rushed out? I don't know. Because it was done by the guys who did like the um yeah, Sega All Stars, right? I, yeah, I, I think I talked about this last stream when we're you know talking about uh mario kart 8 being like yeah 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 because uh yeah sumo digital made uh the last three sonic racing games which is uh sonic all-stars racing all-stars racing transformed and team sonic racing yeah and yeah team sonic racing is like the lesser of the three it really feels yeah. like because like it focuses too much on sonic is the thing it also came out like right before ctr didn't it it sure did <laughs> the memes that came out of that was so good it was a like, battleborn overwatch experience again yeah kind of <laughs> i my favorite my favorite thing is uh the picture of i think it's yuji naka you know the guy who is responsible for sonic he's yeah. sitting he's like sitting at a booth staring at ctr at like an event <laughs> and like yeah and under that is like um you know the simpsons meme it's like man that's a fine looking cart racer why doesn't mine why does look like mine that like <laughs> <laughs> oh but like oh. It, like it's okay it's okay it's just like the driving it's serviceable feels- like yeah it's serviceable it's just like the driving feels stiff and kind of slow it doesn't like it doesn't have like the same sense of speed as um sonic and all stars racing transform did which you know for a racing game about sonic the hedgehog that's kind of bad you need speed like like i'm playing as yeah, I, I typically play as, like, just full speed comp whenever I play racing games because it's a racing game. You want to come first. Speed. And, yeah. like, yeah. Because, like, you can uh, mix and match, like, car parts to, you know, just customize your stats like all card racing games seem to do now. 
and like I have like max speed in like all of my stuff. Everything. And even with like the like the team ultimate mechanic that the game has, where like you basically like boost in speed and just destroy everyone ahead, you still feel like you're going so slow. Ah, uh, it's that's never uh, good. Yeah. So also, you need like, that speed yeah. feeling to like feel yeah. satisfied with it, but like not another... too much where you can't control around a track. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it's fine. It's serviceable. It's just like, like the single player is like, hey, here's like an event. Like, here's a race. Get first. Yay! And then like occasionally you have like mini games like avoid traffic or like shoot things. And that goes on for way too long. Uh, you, you know what we do need a, a remake of? What? Toy Story Eraser. <laughs> I I would actually like a, re- a remake of Toy Story Eraser. I mean, it has a nice. quite a like a um long single player. Yeah, yeah. It you know yeah. Thinking about it, yeah. It actually. Like Team Sonic Racing's uh, story mode actually does kind of remind me of um, Toy, Toy Story, story Races Racer, yeah. a bit, but uh, yeah, but yeah. Like an- another thing that annoys me, but it's more of like a personal thing because like I'm just really interested in voice acting and stuff. Is just the voice acting is terrible. Oh, <laughs> like. Mainly because, like, they did, like, a recast of pretty much everyone to, like, the Sonic Boom cast. And, like, some of them are fine, but, like, a lot of the characters are just, just off. That's unfortunate. Yeah, like, um, the one that, like, the one that annoys me the most is Rouge. Because, um, I'm blanking on a name, but they got, uh... They got the woman that voices Aegis from P3, uh, Nanako from Persona 4, and Anne from... No, Anne, sorry. From uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. (laughs) No, yeah, wrong. Yeah, that's why I said Anne, not Anne. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Anne from uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses to uh, voice Rouge. And she, like, her voice kind of suits more like younger characters and all that it's yeah. more like high pitched like yay me so like she has to play like so yeah she's in this trying to play like a very sultry woman and it just doesn't sound right it sounds yeah. very it, it just sounds off but yeah that's that's more mm. of a personal niggle for me yeah especially as you know Rouge is meant to be you know very <laughs> adult yeah sounding. yeah like <laughs> I I hate talking about Rouge's voice because like I'm always thought it's like it you know it's supposed to be sultry and all that and like yeah when whenever I hear sultry and like Sonic in the same in the same yeah. thing your head kind of connects to things that it doesn't want to connect to yeah thanks internet <laughs> moving oh, on boy. have you played anything else in the three weeks god uh yeah last thing that i did is i finished yakuza zero good good finish. what an amazing game what Human an amazing game like i i i started my uh yakuza 
uh, yeah, I started playing Yakuza from 7, or Like a Dragon, depending on whatever you want to call it. You know, the latest one. Cause, yes, um, the one that is an RPG which caught yeah, you, exactly. your completely. It, exactly. Cause like, I've said this many, many times. If you want to grab my attention when it comes to a video game, have the balls yeah have the balls to change your uh change your game into an rpg and i'll check it out i did and i absolutely adore like a dragon so i wanted to go back and play it like the rest of the games like i have the entire franchise on steam now because of seven because of seven yeah (laughs) it was that good and yeah i played yakuza zero like there are some things that uh you know being an older yakuza game like it didn't do as well as seven like mainly uh sub stories just showing up like you just kind of walk into them instead of them like being on the map and you can target them whenever you want yeah stuff like that so like by the time i finished the game uh i saw my completion uh yeah my completion percent and it said 16 percent complete i'm like wow i missed a lot of stuff (laughs) wow i missed a lot of stuff and like i i stream this as well so like it was, I think it was eight or nine streams, which went for like three to four hours. So like, I put in the time. Yeah. I played the game like crazy. 16% completion. There is so much to do in that game. It's crazy. There's that so is, much to do that in is just Camarocho alone. Yeah, but, oh my God. Oh, that game is, that game is nuts. Know what else is nuts? Goro Majima. Getting to play as Majima is sharing your birthday with him? Yeah, I found it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, as someone who recently got into Yakuza, like, boy, you have no idea how excited I was when I found out the other day that Majima shares the same birthday as me. (laughs) Oh, God, that that was the thing. But yeah, Majima is so fun to play. Like, mainly because, like, Kiryu, like, his play style is, like, very straightforward. Yeah. It's like... Yeah, like, he starts off with, you know, just hit dudes. And then, like, he has the rush style, which is, like, hit dudes weaker but faster. Then you got beast style, which, in my opinion, is the most interesting of his. But, like, it's still, in the end, just hit dudes but hit with dudes. park benches. <laughs> but, like, Majima... The fun stuff. Yeah, but, like, Majima is, like, yeah, hit dudes with a knife. Hit dudes with a bat. Hit dudes with, with like, gangster-style... <laughs> uh break dancing and stuff oh, much more just so much fun. more interesting <laughs> like that in his story in my opinion is more compelling than curious was it's Plus like he's yeah got like a a great karaoke song <laughs> yeah he does oh they they both do really i that that's one thing that i regret i didn't do much when i played was like do the karaoke i only really did it when the game wanted me to but yeah, yeah it's like, also when you're streaming it makes it a bit harder yeah, to do yeah. that stuff. But yeah, like um Yeah, like I was saying, like Majima's story is just way more interesting than Kiryu's, because Kiryu's like, oh, I'm being framed for murder. Alright, cool. What about Majima? Go out and like do a hit on this random, like, blind woman. Why is she why does everyone want her dead? <laughs> like yeah. that's that's infinitely more interesting. Oh yeah, very, very yeah, like interesting. This, yeah, it's like, why is this innocent blind woman so important to the Yakuza that they want her dead? 
Yeah, it raises a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's boy, we're at like twenty minutes in and like yeah, cheese, that yeah, that's everything that I've played. <laughs> boy, I talk well, a lot of bollocks, don't I? <laughs> I mean you've had some interesting things to like raise, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um I'll probably go through a little bit faster on my side. Yeah. Um I played Monster Hunter Rice, like always. Of course um, you did. But it, that's when the, like, shortly after we did our last recording is when the um, new update came out. Oh, yeah, and, it did. Um, the surprise monster of, uh, because they didn't show it in the, like, the trailer of Basil Geese, or <laughs> however you pronounce it. I like to say Basil it, Geese. Like, yeah, it, it I, like, yeah, a, a lot of things say, like, be, Basil Geese and all that. But like every time I every time I read it, my brain just goes Beetlejuice, or oh, or oh, Bagel Goose. Yeah, and he's actually quite a little bit like harder. And they um re reworked his song as well. All right, so it is fun. Um, there's also the um Apex monsters are now huntable, like in single player or you know in a normal field. All right. Which were only huntable in the uh, rampage mode. Okay. You've also okay. got in the rampage mode. You've got um, Apex Rathalos and Diablos. Uh, the rampage mode is the uh, like tower defense style thing. Yes. Right? Yes, yeah. it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Still haven't picked up Rise yet. So. Yes. Uh, and then you've got uh, Camilos and Teostra and Kushala Deora as their elder dragons that have been added, with a new update should be coming out sometime. In the next, you know, 10, 12 days. End wow. Of the month. <laughs> wow, updates are just coming out for that. I mean, that's what Monster Hunter does. There's new update, yeah, new update. True, but like, I, I could have sworn World's updates were a lot slower. The first couple were fast, and then they just slowed it down a bit. Yeah. Because, like, they were working on, like, Iceborne and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um... After Monster Hunter Rise, um, played some Shimagami Tensei 3 Nocturne for the uh, cuts. I don't think I can talk much about it yet because the embargo come drops later. But I've done a preview piece for it. Yeah, but on the YouTube. Well, like it's like, it is challenging. That 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 is that is a weird thing. It's like yeah, it's technically under embargo, but it's a game that came out on the PS2. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is also very challenging. Like you what? said, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. The the old SMT games can be pretty challenging. One question: Have you fought Matador yet? Not yet. <laughs> I I have not had a lot of chance to go through much, but yeah. Don't forget your buffs. I know. <laughs> I remember you saying that. <laughs> do you uh, need the buffs? <laughs> yeah, you do. It's scary how much you need the buffs already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the game just does not let up, like, right from the beginning. Very quickly. It's like, hey, here's Fist, here's you. <laughs> how about my nuts-to-your-fist style? <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, the usual Hearthstone. Um, yeah. Nothing different with that, really. You know, they got the nerfs and buffs yeah. come out, but... Good old Hearthstone. Much good in massive quotation marks i mean it's fun <laughs> it's fun to just 
it's a nothing game you can just play while you know cooking or whatever <laughs> yeah that's what that's how i mostly do it for, um, for, yeah for you maybe yeah for me as, as like as a crazy person who plays wild i gotta pay attention like the entire time yeah no Wild's <laughs> that's what that, that's what i play battlegrounds for is just the like because it's very like it's completely random so it's like yeah i'll just do this yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good like you know i'll cook while i'm cooking fudge off do some battlegrounds yeah um with jace i recorded uh spongebob crusty cook-off man that was a surprise release out of nowhere <laughs> how was how the mobile game port it's not too bad not great but like you know there's not a live system where you go in and you go oh hey i, I didn't i need to wait to play it again but yeah it, I, I i need to wait yeah bad. i need to wait an hour till i get a certain amount of energy so i can start the oh god yeah Mobile games! But I don't think it's worth... I think it was like... It was a chunk of money. But yeah, it's it's not bad, but you're better off spending your time on something else. Yeah, it it just seems like a really weird addition to the Switch's library. Yes. Yes, it does. Um... But a new addition to the Switch library, uh, new Pokemon Snap. So how is the non-violent rail shooter? It's pretty fun. Like, so I got it for Jace. So he, you know, something fun and neat for him to play. Yeah, um, yeah. So something we took turns on my Switch. So like, you know, I played once, he played what, like going for a round. So it is actually a good like, you know, pass off and play kind of game. Um... But there's the grinding aspect of it. Yeah, I heard it's way weird. more grindy than like the previous one. There's like, like there's certain tiers of photos that you can get, and they come in different yes. ranks. So there is the... one, two, three, four tiers of each Pokemon, and you get you know four points for each. Yeah, tier. And there's like bronze, silver, gold, yes. and like diamond or whatever of yes. each thing. So, uh... um. And I, thought, some of the, I thought the original Pokemon Snap was annoying. Some of the um, requests that you get are very frame perfect. Aww. Excuse the pun. <laughs> but like it is, it is very like, you know, you have a very short like window of opportunity to take these photos kind of thing. Oh, that, that just sounds obnoxious. Yeah, like, like my brother was saying, um, there's one where you have to get Pidgeot flying away with Magikarp because it's going to go eat it. And, like, you have to actually get the photo of Magikarp, not of Pidgeot. Oh, so you've got, you got to get the Magikarp fast. in the centre of the frame. Yes. Oh. Yes. Um, but, like, the the fact that there's different ranks to um, the fields is quite interesting. That's where the grinding aspect comes in. It's like, you know, you go to the first place and it's it acts one way. Then you unlock the second tier of it. And that gives, you know, things like, Pokemon act differently. Or, you know, you get new like Pokemon Like different in Pokemon there. entirely. That's, yeah. That's at least kind of cool. Yeah, because, I do yeah, like that. that. Was... And you can go back to different ranks. 
Yeah, like that was uh, the original Pokemon Snap's like biggest flaw is like it's every... once you play it once, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Once you play it once, you've seen everything. <laughs> yes, but like, there's a lot. There is a lot happening in the game. Yeah, and it is very, very well animated. Yeah, it is. Boy, I wish like a mainline Pokemon very pretty. title would look like that. Like, very pretty. Yeah, and th- that's what happens when um, Pokemon games get outsourced outside of Game Freak. Yeah. Won't work. But like, overall, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. It, Minus, you know, the, the, the yeah. grinding aspect to it. It seems like a good game for people that enjoyed the first Pokemon Snap. It's also a good game for, like, just... a very quiet like just sit down and relax yeah kind of game as well especially with that new was the pixma photo printer oh yeah (laughs) uh but that's all i've played for the past three weeks i haven't had a lot of time since i started a new job but um moving on before the news we're going to do our patreon plug so $1 a month on our Patreon where you get to access the podcast two to three days early. This uh, Any money that goes on the podcast goes to supporting the website, paying our writers and keeping everything running. So please keep us running, you know. And then if we get to $100 a month, uh, the podcast will become a weekly show. Which, you know, it will probably yeah. just be you and me mostly. Yeah, please. I'd love to talk bollocks every week. I mean, we have fun with it. <laughs> but yes, I think also if you go to... Let me actually double check. I think there's a $3 rank where you get our monthly podcast early as well. Oh, right. Patreon. Uh, let me double check. Because yeah, there's a couple different tiers which have different rewards, obviously. I wonder what the next um, month's Patreon... Like so that is it is one dollar us so it's a dollar fifty australian and then i think it is three dollars us so it'd be 450 australian for the monthly episodes a week early which yeah you can virtual rates <laughs> yes and then for seven dollars australian you get shout outs and vote on the opinion pipe uh, pieces which i don't think we've done for a while i don't know i haven't written mine in a bit and then yeah. uh further on you get uh sponsorships in our podcasts and in our articles so if you want to be get sponsorships it is actually pretty cheap like 30 dollars a month you can get a sponsorship every podcast i think so if you have anything to sell feel free to join our patreon <laughs> uh so moving on to the news we're going to do what we did last time where we're going to you know take turns um i'll start off with um Furukawa wants to pursue animation beyond the upcoming Mario movie. Oh boy. This could could mean like one of two things, depending on how well the uh, the Mario movie actually does. Yes. Now, I remember the Mario movie is done by, was it Illumination? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, if you are, you know, someone who is into like the animation scene, like they're not terrible 
yeah like they're not yeah they're not bad it's just illumination is really good at just doing you know lowest common denominator kind of animation like it yeah. looks pretty that's all that really matters it'd be interesting if you know we got something like dreamworks doing it but who knows maybe it, we won't get just illumination on nintendo products maybe but you know how nintendo is like they usually stick yeah. to one partner for it dep- i guess it depends like how uh, the mario movie goes really yeah boy that does come out next year yeah boy. yeah if they Not like if they shown out like renders i don't anything? think i've seen anything from it no yeah because yeah all, we'll all i've really heard three but yeah maybe because yeah all i've really heard like in the past couple of years is like hey it's happening exactly that's what i've heard yeah and that they want to do more movie animation movies yeah so <laughs> what yeah what nintendo titles would actually be really good for movies like zelda is the most obvious one like a zelda movie would actually be pretty interesting yeah well, well would... it, it is generic fantasy so it's like it's it's the one that'll like sell the easiest yeah like um you could actually do metroid as well space fantasy metro yeah metroid would be pretty good what about kirby kirby it's, does yeah. have some really interesting lore as well <laughs> yeah if, if you actually look into the lore kirby is insane yeah it's all about like cosmic horror and stuff it is very <laughs> very interesting so like, like the yeah it, of kirby. so yeah like a movie about that would be really weird because like it, it would be marketed as like hey kids watch this cute pink puffball eat some food with his friends and then like and then just like <laughs> and then like out of yeah like elder gods from like the furthest reaches of the stars like devour universes and shit like goddamn <laughs> yeah it'd be oh, interesting boy. to see where they go with it though um it obviously you don't expect pokemon because that's pokemon's thing uh, the pokemon yeah, company yeah. do that and they have a lot of animated movies already yeah the thing is are um, they gonna do like another movie like uh detective pikachu it did sell really well it did i still need and to isn't actually there watch more that. more of the game I or was that the whole know. movie? Like, was the whole movie just the whole series of the game? I don't know. I remember I the game actually, was meant to release yeah. in five parts. Yeah, I haven't actually played Detective Pikachu because I, I think that, yeah, I think that came out like near the end of the 3DS life cycle. Yeah, yeah, and it was ve- and I think only the first part released in English. Yeah, something like that. Well, that- moving on. Yeah. All right, my turn. Tomohiko Hirano, producer of Neo Twewi, or Neo The World Ends With You, if you don't know what Twewi is, hopes the series will become a mainstay like Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts. So, That's why I left this uh, one for you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's hope it, uh, you know, does... Like, as someone who is a fan of Kingdom Hearts, let's hope it doesn't end up like Kingdom Hearts. Because, <laughs> uh... The last thing I want is uh, the world ends with you to get like too crazy and obnoxious with its story. Oh my god, Kingdom Hearts is just like I I love Kingdom Hearts oh to god. death, but it is a hard sell. It, it is. is 
Like, <laughs> it is such a hard sell. Like, for the longest time, I was like, oh, yeah, I can kind of understand why people don't really get the story, because, like, it's a lot of... Like, it's a lot of games on different consoles. It's a lot to, you know, keep up with. And then Dream Drop Distance happened and introduced time travel. I'm like, nah, brain's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Oh. Like, wasn't it, like, Organization 13 got replaced with just 13 of a villain? <laughs> yeah, like, the main... Well, that's... God, it's... Yeah, that was the main villain's whole plan in the first place, is to get 13 copies of himself. That's what the original 13 was supposed to be, but most of them died. And didn't work, so replaced them with other ones, and just... Yeah. <laughs> like, it is... Like, Kingdom Hearts now is so insane that, um... Uh, Tetsuya Nomura, like, he he's trying to make the next game just straight up his original vision for Final Fantasy Versus 13. <laughs> Like the super. Oh yeah, that's right. Wasn't it like the um in-game? Yeah, game? dude, dude, dude. The super secret final boss at the end of the uh, DLC for Kingdom Hearts Three. Spoilers, by the way. Is the is like one like one to one like looks exactly like Noct like his original version of Noctis. Oh my god. <laughs> and like the cutscene that uh that shows up when you beat him is a shot for shot remake of the original trailer for versus 13 oh my god <laughs> like he is so mad he didn't get to make that game he oh, is wow. so butthurt about it so yeah anyway let's hope that the world ends with you doesn't end up like that but yeah um <laughs> I I hope the world ends with you actually well Neo the world ends with you actually like picks up because like the original game was like story wise really good it was it's really like good it's an animated it's just, version of it. it yeah it's just like it kind of was forced to implement like dual screen gameplay and it was just obnoxious to play and then it's really hard to play the non-dual screen gameplay versions. Yeah, because like they they mess it they mess up the gameplay in some way that makes it somehow even worse to play. It's like how do you do that? Uh, but yeah, like I I hope this is good. I I really do. Let's let's see how it goes, and then maybe it will be a mainstay. You can't Let's go wrong with more RPGs. Yeah. So, uh, the third it's called, party... It's called oh. turn-based for a reason. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not action RPGs, turn-based RPGs. <laughs> <laughs> so, the third party controller manufacturer, Power A, is making a Waluigi-themed controller. I'm looking at it right... Oh, my dogs. I'm looking at it right now. I don't like it's uh, it's kind of ugly but I love it <laughs> so it's Waluigi well, yeah like I, I, I'm one of those people that really like Waluigi because like he's kind of the underdog in the Mario franchise he's the character that doesn't get to do anything he's the character he that wasn't, Nintendo hates yeah because he really yeah he wasn't made by Nintendo he was made by Camelot so like I 
like that and i'm just a huge fan of the color purple yeah but like the buttons and the sticks are yellow which is like a hard contrast to the the purple it's like waluigi in like huge bold uh huge bold letters like across most of the controller like not not even like straight like straight across the top it's like curving like it starts from like the center of the controller and curves down like past the uh shoulder buttons and down to like the grip it is the very it's, waluigi controller it's 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 crazy in not sure in a good way though <laughs> yeah it's uh it's design is kind of all over the place i still kind of want it though of course you do say <laughs> so, hey look at this monstrosity i love it well, moving on, we've got, um, you're up. All right. Uh, as a result of information being made public due to the Epic versus Apple court case, which is hilarious, by the way, uh, a document- Oh, yes. Yeah. A document included Samus Aran being featured in Fortnite. So, the th yeah, I, I heard about this and I'm not sure if it's like confirmed thing or like a mock-up that they did that like yeah. they proposed to nintendo so i don't know if it's you know confirmed in the future that samus will show up in fortnite and you know floss and dab and stuff like like you know, okay all the cool all, kids all do good these days. to to fortnite like you know it it's it has its own crowd obviously but yeah. like fortnite frustrates me because of disney because and the disney. fact that they announced Palpatine returning in episode 9 in Fortnite. Oh, right, yeah. Like, this part of, yeah, the part of the Star Wars, like, lore. Like, the title crew. <laughs> part of Star talks Wars lore about only what happens in Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it and hate it at the same time. Like, oh, my God. That one just. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's great oh but yeah like there, there have been characters like that show up in fortnite that just hurts my soul mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like didn't ryu they, show up in it and looks really bad because uh, he, uh, he's yeah, not like ryu, buff yeah ryu showed up like, i think like the memes were more like uh, the official artwork from, you know, the guy who does the artwork for Street Fighter had, yeah. uh, had Ryu, like, thumbs up, like, huge smile on his face. It's like, that's not Ryu. <laughs> that's yeah. not Ryu. But, like, one thing, yeah, the one inclusion that herded me, uh, herded? <laughs> I can speak you. English. <laughs> yeah, I can speak English. Yeah, the one inclusion that hurt me the most is Master Chief. Yeah. As, as someone who loves, like, I... Like, I'm not super huge into Halo like a lot of people. I'm not one of those people that read the books, but I played the games. I enjoyed them. They were fun. Master Chief is cool. <laughs> and I'm someone who really enjoyed uh, Rooster Teeth back in the day. So seeing the, um, yeah, seeing the advertisement of uh, Master Chief in Fortnite being uh, Griff and Simmons from Red vs. Blue talking to ninja in fortnite 
made me want to (laughs) die. Oh, God. (laughs) I felt so old. (laughs) Just hearing hearing Jeff Ramsey as Griff going, Simmons, don't you know who that is? That's Ninja from Fortnite. Like, why? That hurt your soul. That that hurt me. That's that's one of the biggest soul ouchies I think I have had in a long time. That hurt. I, I, I don't know. That um that thing I posted the other day where the GameCube like era of like games like and like consoles so the PS2, GameCube yeah, and, and Xbox and now are retro. now officially retro at 20 years old and i followed up with saying that the 360 is considered retro in four years by that account yeah (laughs) that that hurt a lot oh we are so old oh that one that one hurt oh dude this this week sucks for me when it comes to like just realizing how old i am because like it was my birthday the other day i turned 28 i'm nearly 30 yeah, 30 is creeping up fast. <laughs> oh, God. Excuse our existential crisis while we move on to the next piece. <laughs> <laughs> and so IGN has published 12 minutes of Baudu footage. Now, this is the game that looks like... Um... Is, that what it's, is that what it's called? Yes. It's like I'm reading Baudu. it and I read it as Baldo. I see ba- Baldo. Baudu. B a l d o. See, like, yeah, my brain yeah. just auto corrects that to Baldo, and it's like that doesn't sound like a good name. I mean, Baldo could be a pronunciation as well, but it's the game that yeah. looks like um, oh Miyazaki. I I, I I hope it's pronounced Baldo. <laughs> it's just it's the stab at you, Baldo. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, look, looks yeah, kind of looks like a Miyazaki thing. So if you're interested, look it up. So what what kind of game is it? I think it's an RPG, action RPG. Alright. Um, Alex is very excited about it. Yeah, yeah. He so, called dibs, like, instantly. Yeah, this, this would be one of the times where, like, we need him on the podcast to tell us what's going on with this. Yes. Yeah, this he's probably is, way more into it than we are. Yeah, this is literally the first time I'm hearing about this game. But for something I'm more interested in, um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 launches on Switch June 25th. It sure does. It'd be interesting to see how this looks. Yeah, yeah, because like... Because they just released the Xbox uh, Series X version and the PS5 version as well. Yeah, and like, yeah, the original version's on, you know, PS4 and X... I've X-Bone. Yeah, X-Bone. Yeah. <laughs> Why does Xbox name their consoles like that? Anyway, yeah, like, they're already, like, really good looking. Yes. Yeah. The main difference is you get to play it on the go. So, you know, if you want to play it on public transport, which is probably the best idea. Yeah, let's hope the handheld mode, like, runs at a stable frame rate. Yes. I mean, we've seen what the Switch can do with Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah, yeah. Like, that game is magic. But that's probably the exception to the rule. Yeah. (laughs) Moving on, right. would you like to do the next thing? Yeah, okay. Microsoft thought that Nintendo were going to release Breath of the Wild 2, Bayonetta 3, Metroid Prime 4, and Shin Megami Tensei 5 in late 2020. 
Well, that I can only a... see two things that Nintendo have control over, with its Breath of the Wild two and Metroid Prime four. Yeah, yeah, and you know, that was on Microsoft's end. That's kind of dumb to think because you know, twenty twenty being the absolute dumpster fire that it was. Yeah, <laughs> like of course yeah. they were all going to be pushed back. So that was also Bayonetta three. Is how long since we've heard news about it now? Uh, I saw the update the other day. 1,263 days as of recording. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta mention it every time I'm on this podcast. <laughs> um, and SMT5 is coming out soon. And I think we had a release date for that at the end of last year, somewhere around that point. I think so, yeah. It that sounds, is that is yeah. a game that took a long time to get a release date though. yeah because it yeah it was announced when you know the switch was announced exactly yeah like jeez. but yeah I, I didn't expect breath of the wild 2 until the uh 35th zelda anniversary anyway yeah yeah which was this year so yeah and we'll find know, out at e3 yeah and metroid prime 4 that's just you know an unfortunate case of having a restart development exactly yeah that probably would have come out last year if yeah after yeah we start development uh so moving on we've got game builder garage releases on june 11th now if you don't know anything about this game it is a builder game game it yeah it, it is a creation tool kind of like uh playstation's What's, dreams yes or what was the other one the RPG um, one on DS oh, on the 3DS. RPG Maker. Is that the, what they had on the 3DS? That RPG Maker has like a lot of renditions. There's multiple versions on. Oh, okay. Know, yeah, like there's DS ones, 3DS ones, PC ones. There's a whole bunch. But yeah, like th- this is this is cool because like it's presented in such a like easy to understand like child-friendly way that like it it can i can totally see like young kids getting into like programming exactly it is a it is a programming light basically and it's a good way to introduce young kids into programming and yeah that, like problem solving aspect of it because uh i've done a little bit of uh stuff with unity back in the day when i uh when i studied for like a game design course uh, also, heads up, don't take those courses. They're scams. Um, yes, they are scams. <laughs> they are massive scams. scams. Yeah. Unless you go um, to an actual reputable, like, you know, source, yeah. those ones are scams. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, um, I, I did mess around with Unity and all that, and a lot of the uh, the, the UI for, uh, uh, for this game looks like a more user-friendly version of Unity's UI, which yes. I, I kind of love. It is really, really that th- well that done. was the biggest hurdle is like learning a game program like game creation program from scratch. Yeah, Unity is a bit awkward to learn from scratch. Like, yeah, it it it's Unity is like a program that is like one of the like most user friendly, but it's there's still like quite a hurdle, especially so, if like, you're doing it as online course yeah yeah no one to help you and your people don't get back to you yeah yeah boy Mm. like speaking from experience um yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's uh 
like I, I I like to see you know a kind of stepping stone up to that kind of you know game creation exactly and stuff. I I'd like to see that I am very interested to see what will come out of Game Builder Garage. It it's like Super Mario Maker, but more expansive. Yeah, but for games in general. Yeah, so like if you enjoyed Mario. Super Mario Maker, it's probably a good one to like jump on. Mm. So next up. Yes, you are. Yep. Next. All right, all right. What do we got? Uh, Nintendo has twenty-two published Switch games that have sold over one million units. And my dogs are going nuts in the background. <laughs> Hopefully, they doesn't buy them on the Switch. Yeah, sure is. And uh, surprise, they're all first party. That's that's why it, it's because it's Nintendo published games. Oh right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm dumb. Me no read. Yeah. Yeah, 22 published games from Nintendo have sold over 1 million, which would include the Pokemon games. So, yeah, going... Uh, I'm going to list these out. So, like, going from, you know, uh, lowest selling to highest selling, you have Mario Kart Live, the game that I forgot existed. Uh, <laughs> that sold over a million copies? Yeah, somehow. So, so there are um, over a million homes with that remote-controlled car. So, huh. so yeah, there was Mario Kart Live, Xenoblade Chronicles, Pikmin 3 Deluxe, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, that was, you know, outside of Japan, uh, Paper Mario the Origami King, Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics. Really? That? Alright. <laughs> that's that's surprising It's a pretty good me. party game. Yeah, but it's like chess and... Checkers yeah, I didn't expect and... that many sales. Yeah, but... yeah, I didn't expect that to sell. Uh, next up, we got Zelda's uh, Zelda Link's Awakening at five point uh, forty nine million. Super Mario Three D World plus Bowser's Fury uh, five point five million. Mario Maker Two seven point one million. Uh, Super Mario Three D All Stars at nine million. Boy, having that be a limited. Yeah, a limited mm. uh, sale. Yeah. Really <laughs> helped its sales. Thanks, Nintendo. Yeah. God. Uh, Luigi yeah. Man- yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3 at 9.5 million. Ring Fit Adventure at 10 million units sa- sold. That's Damn. impressive for a fitness game. That is Damn. impressive for a fitness game. No wonder I can't find a copy. Uh, then we got a uh, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe at ten point four million. Splatoon two twelve point two million. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee at thirteen point two million. Uh, Super Mario Party at fourteen point seven million. Mario Odyssey at twenty point eight million. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield at twenty one million. Uh, Breath of the Wild at twenty two million. Smash Ultimate. At position number three, 23.8 million. Animal Crossing New Horizons at two with 32.6 million. And as we discussed last month, uh, last month, uh, last podcast, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at the top, number one, 35.3 million. That's a lot of sales, dude. That is a lot of sales. But yeah, like the most surprising out of these is, you know, Clubhouse Games and uh, Ring Fit. Ring Fit. Ring so Fit just, sold 10 million copies. Wow. So just, like, you know, counting as you're going through, through uh, six of those were remakes. Yeah. And I think it's... five of them were Wii U re-releases. Yeah, the the very like, unfortunate 
thing about the Switch is most of the games on it are just <laughs> ports of the Wii U. Uh, to be fair, the Wii U did not sell well. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. And, like, you know, I, I'm glad people can play those games outside of needing to buy a Wii U, but... But as someone who brought a Wii U... Yeah, as, as someone who bought a Wii U, it's kind of depressing. Yeah. It, it does hurt. Yeah. But talking about sales, the Switch is now Nintendo's fourth best-selling console at 84.59 million units, which has currently outsold the Game Boy Advance. And wow. As of March 2021, it is the eighth best-selling console of all, ta- all time. And it's only 2.81 million units shy of overtaking the PS3. And we all know the PS3 had no games. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. PS3 has no games. Oh, God. I I miss those memes. But, uh, yeah, this this is impressive. Very impressive. This is pretty impressive. Like... As we were just talking about, the Wii U failed hard. Yeah. (laughs) Onto the Switch. And it's just uh, dominating. Yeah, so the yeah the other consoles that it has to beat next is the GS with 154 million units, which is you know that's quite a lot. The the DS sold a lot, but yeah, boy, wasn't that also the Wii or did it surpass the Wii? Uh, let's see, performing. Oh, I'm reading this backwards. I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah, the Wii the Wii is actually next with 100 million, and then yeah. the Game Boy, and then the DS. I was yep. like, wait, the Wii sold more than the DS? Oh, no, that makes sense. <laughs> no, the DS is the second highest console of all time selling Yeah, games. yeah. Yeah, isn't the PS2 the highest selling PS2. console? PS2. Yeah. I think the DS just missed it. Yeah. But then again, the PS2 was on sale for like A nine decade? years. Yeah. Was, but yes, yeah, if was... we get the uh, Super Switch, this will probably jump up. Because yeah, a lot of people yeah. who already own a Switch will be like, yes, I want a more powerful one. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. It would. Well, that's an interesting thing next. Would you like to uh, <laughs> oh, take right, this yeah. one? All right. So the original Animal Crossing for uh, uh, Nintendo GameCube was inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame. Is it the GameCube one or the 64 one? I know it's the same one, but like one. Oh, that's right. That was the sixty-four one. So it, it just says yeah, the f- yeah. It, the it, first it, one on I'm, in the yeah, west I'm, is the GameCube one, but it's yeah, just yeah. Like re- I'm reading, yeah, I'm reading name, here. It just basically. says first Animal Crossing, so I yeah. assumed it was the game. I mean, it one. is the same game. It's just one's English, one's Japanese. Uh, let's see. During an online ceremony today, strong national. Yeah. Uh, for the 2021 World Video Game Hall of Fame, it just says Animal Crossing. So I'm guessing it's yeah. the GameCube one. Either or. It's the <laughs> same thing. Alongside Microsoft Flight Simulator, StarCraft, and Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. <laughs> oh. Not what I expected. Uh, awesome. But this Some is something other- I did expect. <laughs> that Nintendo reports its digital sales are up by 68.5%. Yeah. Sure is. Which I kind of that- hope they factor that in with the uh, Super Switch. Yeah. And give a larger 
you know, memory in the console. Yeah, yeah, larger hard drive. Because, uh, oh boy, it yeah. hurts. It's like, it, it, it hurts having to, uh, having to buy really expensive uh, micro SDs to fit in the thing, just so you can play more than two games on it. Yeah. That's where physical a... games do come in advantage. Yeah, yeah. Because you but... don't have to install them like you do on the Xbox and the Playstations. Yeah. But, but as yes. as we've seen, as we've seen from how crazy last year was, and still kind of this year a bit, there 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 will be a place, yeah, a time and place for uh, digital sales, and uh, yeah, we kind of need consoles to have larger hard drives because we're getting to the point where games are starting to be like two hundred gigs. Oh yeah, thanks Call of Duty. It's always Call of Duty. <laughs> It's always Call of Duty. Ugh. Like I, inst- yeah, I installed uh, Borderlands Three on my PC the other day, like to test out a mod that I found, and um, yeah, I, I believe I talked about the mod like a few podcasts. Yeah, ago. I think you did. But um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. When I went to install it, like alongside all of the DLC and all that, it was 138 gigs. Like, are you insane? Damn, are you insane? It's that big. And on uh, it's, Australian servers, that, that takes forever. Yeah, it does. It's like Borderlands 3, like file size-wise, is like 11 times bigger than Borderlands 2. So yeah, please, if we ever get like, you know, an updated, stronger version of the Switch, give us more hard drive space, please. Please. Now, um, our next thing on the ticket is very interesting. Yeah. It is, let's say, yeah, it's related to, um, you know, a previous story. Yeah, to the, uh, the movie thing. Uh, Illumination CEO Chris, uh, Dandry, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, uh, becomes outside director of Nintendo. Yes. That's interesting. I straight up missed this. Okay. So did I. I did not hear about this until I, like, I just saw it in the thing. I was like, okay. So, uh, it's going into effect, um, on June 29th from the looks of it. Uh, so looking at what they've commented. Uh, so Nintendo have said he will appropriately supervise our company's management from a objective perspective while providing valuable advice to our organization based on his board experience and insight gained as a leader in the field of entertainment. They also mentioned, we believe that the addition of Mr. Melendandre will help ensure our balance and diversity, including global perspective, knowledge, and experience, further enhancing the effectiveness of our board of directors. Wow, that's a lot of business talk for saying, like, hey, he got this job. So yes, so he's basically a he's on the board of directors, but like out from the outside of the company. Yeah. Interesting though. Not something I'd expect to happen. Yeah, that is that is a interesting thing to just learn about right now. Yes. <laughs> I also just learned about from an ad on that page uh, that there's Oreo Cheerios. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice aside. Like, 
<laughs> I mean, that's interesting. Churros that are Oreo based. I think they're ice cream. Ah. Well, that got off topic real quick. <laughs> it was on the page. <laughs> but uh, to get it back on topic. It, it was on the news site. We got to report the news. Exactly. It was on the news. <laughs> Um, the former Retro Studio developers uh, has believes that Metroid Prime Trilogy will be hard and can't see it happening on the Switch. Yeah. Mostly because it's got that... Um, it's got the motion control aspect of it. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. So they kind of have to change it completely because you wouldn't be able to release it on the Switch Lite. Yeah, yeah. So the probably the last time we'll ever get that is on the Wii U. Yeah, I'm seeing here. Uh, Michael Wicken uh, said the following when one fan mentioned wanting to play Metroid Prime Trilogy on the Switch. That would take a lot of effort, so I'm pretty skeptical it would happen. I was straightforward yeah. to update Metroid Prime 1 and 2 to motion controls, but converting Metroid Prime 3 to normal controls would be a Herculean effort. As it is scripted it very be. specifically using volumetric triggers to detect the motion in precise manners to do specific switches, and the bosses are tuned to take into account the ease of gestural aiming. Exactly. It's going to be a difficult one. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty You'd difficult. You'd have to yeah. completely remake it. Yeah, like, like remake from the ground it. Up. Yeah, ground up, yeah. Which means it won't be coming anytime soon if they ever do it. Yeah. But um, after that, we have HAL Laboratory has started planning the next phase of Kirby games. Hey, more Kirby. More uh, Cosmic Horror. Yeah, more. more Cosmic Horror, yeah. More Cosmic like, Horror dressed as a kid's game. Like, you go on that start menu of each, like, when you enter a boss fight and you get some really interesting, you know, lore. Mm. Kirby is very dark. Yeah, Kirby's kind of ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, this is, uh... It is good to see that Kirby is still going. Kirby's fun. I, yeah, Kirby is fun. <laughs> it's... Like, it's a little hard to, you know, talk more about Kirby, because, like, you describe Kirby, what's Kirby like? Ah, oh, it's fun. Yeah, Kirby is <laughs> just good fun. Yeah. But, yeah, they're not the most challenging games in the world, but they're, they're just... You know, just a fun time. Exactly. They are just a fun time. Would you like to do the last two on our docket? Alright, what do we got? Um, oh, someone hasn't titled these, so I'm going to have to... Do, 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 do. Yeah, I, I was just quickly doing it. Yeah. Alright, Dragon Quest 35th anniversary stream to reveal upcoming lineup on the May 27th. So coming up next week, basically, in 10 days. So yeah, yeah, ten days of recording. So yeah, we'll get more Dragon Quest information based on their thirty fifth anniversary. So maybe you know another game comes out. Boy, I wish I liked Dragon Quest. <laughs> they get a lot. Uh, like Dragon Quest it, gets a lot of love. Yeah, it, it, it's a shame I don't like it. I find Dragon Quest too basic. Yeah, that's my problem with it. But hey, a lot of people love Dragon Quest. So, that's good for them. Just like what I'll say when uh, Hero joins Smash. 
good for Dragon Quest fans. I still you remember when uh, My- Minecraft Steve got announced. <laughs> oh, my! That that reveal stream was fun. Man, what if you, it was Minecraft like... Steve and seconds later it's Steve? It's like I said that as a joke. <laughs> You're just like, it's Steve. <laughs> oh God, it actually is. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was fun. <laughs> that was oh, that was fun. Just the look of horror that like <laughs> waved over, and it hey, broke Twitter. It sure did. Hey, at at least it's a fun inclusion. Yes. Let, let's face it. As dumb as Steve and Smash is, he's a fun character to play as. Very interestingly made as well. Yeah, yeah. And our last piece in the news docket today. Alright, we have several new SteamWorld games are in the works. SteamWorld have, is an actually quite fun series. Uh, SteamWorld games uh, started on the 3DS, right? Yes, yeah, SteamWorld Dig. Yeah, I, I heard good things about it. I never got around to actually playing those games, unfortunately. Then you've got, I think it's SteamWorld Heist. Yeah, Heist, where it's like a, a, a turn-based, like... Um, like 2d uh, xcom kind of game Ooh! so it's not like 3d you know um, now you have my attention it's, like, it's a flat screen like scroller like one yeah. it's actually quite neat like you know you take your turns you move them you aim shoot and you go back undercover you know anytime someone mentions xcom that get that grabs my attention yeah xcom and rpgs <laughs> Unless it's Rayman, the rabbits. Uh, 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 just because of the rabbits. Just why because of the rabbits. Why does that game exist? It is why the, did it take over Rayman? <laughs> it is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> it is still the weirdest like concept to me. Let's have <laughs> Super Mario crossover with the raving uh, raving rabbits instead of having it like be a platformer or some kind of like mini game collection like both franchises are known for let's make it an XCOM clone why yeah. <laughs> why it was very weird decision to go princess peach with a shotgun <laughs> yeah it was a very weird angle for that franchise to go that's the weirdest thing ever so, moving on to the Indie Roundup. These are a few games that um, we'd like to highlight that, you know, you might not know is coming out. Uh, first up, we've got Leisure Suit Larry, Wet Dreams Dry Twice. Uh, it'll be releasing... Uh, so, by the time this is out, it'll already be released on the 18th of the 5th. So, for us, it's tomorrow. Uh, I, I can't believe this actually got a sequel. <laughs> not gonna lie, dude. I... I didn't realize they were still making Leisure Suit Larry games. Oh, yeah, because the previous one, uh, Wet Dreams Don't Dry, I believe was actually kickstarted. It was like, you know, trying to see if people still like were these interested kinds of games. in it. Yeah. And yeah, apparently it did well enough to get a sequel. Well, if you're interested in it, it'll be out on your eShop by the time you hear this. Um, and then we also have Knockout City coming out on the 21st of the 5th. Now, this oh, was in the yeah, that actual game. direct. That's oh, the that, dodgeball game. That game that 
everyone hated the trailer for. The game that had a more interesting premise in the trailer than the actual <laughs> gameplay. Oh my god. Like, a I've, drawn I've together mentioned... type video game? That would have been so cool. It would have been so cool to have like a drawn together inspired video game where like, you know, characters from different genres work together to do, I don't know, whatever. But no. It's dodgeball. It, that just, has it was absolutely very misleading, that trailer. Characters. It was super misleading. Like, I'm sure the game is fine, but boy, they messed up that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it was an interesting one, to say the least. But moving on, we have Crying Sons on the 27th of the 5th. Now, oh, this what? was a roguelite. Uh, based in space for memory. What is Crying Sons? Apparently it's already on Steam. <laughs> I, isn't, I went that to... where, isn't that where all of the Ninte- like Nindies are coming from at this point? Yeah, pretty much. It's like I, I went to Google uh, what this was because I'd never heard it. And it's like, hey, it's 55% off on Steam already. <laughs> well, there so, we uh, go. Hey, uh, when this... Yeah, when this comes out, if you're... Hey, it's there. Oh, it's published 60. by Humble Bundle. Oh, yeah, Humble Games. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, a tactical roguelite that puts you in the role of a space fleet commando as you explore a mysterious fallen empire. Oh, uh, yeah, I see. Like, hexagon grid and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, very tactics-based, yeah. Yes. I-, I-, I could see this possibly getting... Like... If this does well and there's somehow like a lot of money behind it, I could probably see like this game somehow being remade into like a tabletop game. Oh yeah, very easily. Especially with hex based. Yeah, mechanics. yeah. Uh so heading on to our Patreon questions. These are where uh we get questions from our Discord server, our Twitch not, not on Twitch, this is where I got the questions from because we didn't have any questions. <laughs> uh, from our Twitter, yeah. from Facebook, uh, we put out, um, you can head out, get a, a question answered. Uh, we also get our questions from Patreons, which who will always have priority when we answer them. But because I had no questions, uh, I just yeah, went we, out on a, a Twitch channel that I was watching at the time and got yeah, a couple of questions. Yeah, we, yeah, we, 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 we kind of dropped the ball on that. Yeah. I thought there was a question prepared, but I just went, okay, I'm going to have to quickly grab some questions. Uh, So, Snow Grayish on Twitch, their question is, what are the first game people grab after getting a Nintendo Switch and why? I believe the first game that I got was Mario Odyssey for very obvious reasons. My first game was Breath of the Wild because I got it on release day. Yeah, yeah. I, but, I, I think, um, yeah. your general person, first game will always be Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because that comes packaged with the Switch. Yeah, yeah. Um, most people also Animal Crossing now. As we saw, yeah, it's incredibly true. high sales. True. Um, but now, I don't know. Um, I guess you got your generic you know, Nintendo games that people get. That's... It's their solid games, and you can only yeah. get them on the Switch, which is why people grab them. Um, other than that, I can't really think of much. But I, I would say definitely worth looking at some of these Nindies as well. Yeah, 
So, Mario Odyssey is also very good. Very good game to start with. Like you said, that's what you started yeah, with. Yeah, it's yeah. I got my uh, Switch a little bit later in life because, like, when it first came out, I was, I was in a way, I was, you know, <laughs> close you didn't to have homeless. an income. I yeah, I was close to homelessness. That was uh, not fun. No. Mm. I, I, yeah, I think the Switch is like literally the first thing I brought with my income. And then you got one for your friend as well, didn't you? Yeah, I sure did, because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have had the income in the first place. <laughs> yeah, was it like, um, he helped you through it a lot as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then, um, was it like, um, me and someone else was like, hey, have you thought about going on that pay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, that, that, that was a, that was a very interesting time in my life, and I'm, as it sucked back then but i'm glad that it happened yeah yeah and then we also have divine pine on twitch hey uh, pine we'll see you soon someone that we both Possibly. know <laughs> um she's in our D group <laughs> yeah yeah just had some fun uh so mm. why would you port such large games such as skyrim and warframe to the nintendo switch money that that is the main reason, but like <laughs> when the games just barely struggle to like Yeah, work, yeah. Like it's... I think the most I think the most baffling uh Switch port I've seen is Witcher Three. Yes. Like, yeah, Witcher Three did really well, but like how do you look at the Switch and it's like, oh yeah, we can shove that game in there? I mean, they, they did. didn't make it work. Yeah, somehow they did. But um, with Warframe, it being an online game that you can only play online. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to be playing it on the go much. Nah, nah. So like, that's something I probably wouldn't have thought was worth porting. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see the numbers it, from the company themselves that play. Yeah, like, the like yeah. See, seeing Warframe be ported to the Switch is like about as weird as seeing Final Fantasy fourteen being ported to the Switch. Yeah. Now that would be something. <laughs> I'd probably play it if it was. Hey, it currently has a free trial all the way up to level sixty, up to the Heaven's Word expansion. Have you played the only, it? I I have played it, but yeah, the only reason <laughs> I the only reason I know that is because it's the it's Final Fantasy XIV's uh player base's only joke. I am so sick of hearing that every time Final Fantasy like starts trending. <laughs> oh god, um, yeah, I should actually open up um our next segment. But yes, um, obviously the main reason is money. Yeah, money is the most obvious reason. But the second like, reason probably like just to see if you can. That's where I think the um, the Super Switch when that comes out eventually, um, mm. that will help with a lot of these bigger games. At least, hopefully. Yeah, uh, I gotta scroll all the way down to the bottom. There we go. So this is my last one that I have had prepared in advance. 
<laughs> as we head on to everyone's favorite segment, but Jake's name that game. <laughs> hey, it's the segment is doing so well, Nintendo stole it for their YouTube channel. In a very weird way as well. <laughs> like that that was a very weird it was like just say five words and guess the game. But ours doesn't work like Nintendo's one. Ours is that you get ten hints, five guesses, two between one to five, two between six to nine, and one after ten. It is a little bit more complicated. It's an overly uh, complicated version of twenty questions. Basically. Um, Alex, please simplify it. (laughs) (laughs) Two lifelines you also get, which is the switchaboo lifeline, then the yes-no question. Either can be traded for an extra guess, but the yes-no question has to be before the lifeline for reasons. Like I said, a bit too overcomplicated. Yeah, that's purely because of episode one. Mm. Um, So... Are you ready to start? Oh, I'm as ready as I'll ever be. So, our first clue, it was developed in the Unity engine, as we were, you know, talking about earlier. Alright, Unity game. That rounds it down to a couple thousand games. It does. (laughs) Um, It is a single or multiplayer game. So, like, the whole game can be done in single and multiplayer. Huh. Well, most of the game can be done in single. Yeah. It's mostly designed as a multiplayer game. Uh, Moving on to the third hint. It is a puzzle game. A puzzle game made in Unity that's multiplayer but has can also be played in single player correct would you like me to move on to the next clue yes please uh so it was originally prototyped in adobe flash rest in peace oh that sounds familiar that sounds like something i've heard um i'll give you the last like you know the fifth clues before you get the two guesses it was rated 80 percent on metacritic 80, uh, 80. Boy, I wish my dogs would shut up. <laughs> so it's not a bad Unity game. It is a yeah, good yeah. Unity game. Hmm. That was prototyped in Flash. Prototyped and it was a in puzzle Flash. game. Oh, I don't know. It sounds like something I've heard before, which is like the most annoying thing. <laughs> the, so the second half of clues, at least, especially 10, is a lot easier to yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Because as soon as you hear something, you're like, I got it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, so the first five are usually vague. Yeah, usually pretty vague. Is is yeah when you said flash i'm like oh is it binding of isaac it's like no that's not a puzzle game but it was you know a flash game originally um good game by the way puzzle game that was in flash i'm blanking i got nothing (laughs) do you want to throw the the guesses away yeah throw them away i i can't Mm. okay uh, so Brain it received 
several nominations for the best Switch game of 2017. Uh, 2017 switch game that came out 2017 puzzle game so this was Prototype the first year of the switch no nah, unfortunately that doesn't help me okay it was marketed more as a multiplayer game than a single player game like all yeah. marketing showed it off as a multiplayer yeah i thought so uh yeah no that doesn't help uh has an expansion dlc pack which coincided with the physical release of the game that raises even more questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm even more lost after that one. I, I'll do not. Oh, no. Um, the DLC has a 84% on Metacritic. Yeah, I have no clue. So don't forget you also have your two lifelines. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need them. <laughs> I'm super So you have them. your yes and no question, and the Switch Brew lifeline, I'm just going to have to make up a clue on the spot. Yeah, yeah, um... <laughs> yeah let's go with the switchaboo lifeline because i honestly can't think of a yes or no question that okay will help me in this situation. Um, well that just gives away the, the entire yeah thing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was thinking like you you gotta make it kind of vague um so um it was developed by sfb games published by nintendo and supports one to four players. I don't even know who SFB is. <laughs> this is the hardest one yet. It was I... published by Nintendo as well. Yeah, published, but I have no idea who that is. I legit have no clue. Okay, I'll give you your, the last clue and I'll give you like three guesses afterwards. The last clue is a... a probably a strong giveaway uh the release date is the 3rd of march 2017 so it was a launch title <sighs> no <Nah. laughs> <laughs> nah. i have no clue brain empty thoughts none <laughs> do you want to do a yes no question or you give up um uh Oh, God. If it was prototyped in Flash, does that does that mean it was it was hosted on Newgrounds at some point before I it got turned into a real game? So let me have a look. Because a lot of Flash games that turned into like huge games usually get, you know, hosted on Newgrounds before it. I don't think so from the looks of it oh hang on yeah you know games like uh, oh, uh yeah, no like someone's just doing a... an art piece on Newgrounds nah, nah. yeah there's yeah, only art yeah, pieces the... on Newgrounds which has some questionable art pieces as well of course because yeah it is Newgrounds yeah. but uh yeah like there are some huge indie games that like started off as Flash games yes. on Newgrounds that became so it was like, not uh, on um Newgrounds. So they prototyped it yeah. and showed it to Nintendo as the prototype on Flash, and then they developed it in Unity. Okay, okay. Yeah, I have absolutely no clue what this is. So and you give up? Are probably screaming at me. Yeah, I give up. I have no clue. Snipperclips. I completely forgot that game existed. <laughs> 
I completely forgot that game existed. Like, we played it together. Yes, we did. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yes. I forgot Snipperclips was a thing. Oh my god, I feel I feel so stupid. <laughs> like, I've, I've played it, for god's sake, and I didn't even know what it was. I thought the uh, the fact that it was a release title would have like been a good giveaway. For me, no. Because <laughs> there was a very small title of games on release day. Yeah, but I've forgotten all of them. I know. <laughs> to be fair though, I had this planned with Alex playing. Yeah. He's probably he'll probably sit for the audio and be like, "Oh come on." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't play the Switch as much as everyone else. <laughs> but yeah, like, that was one of the release titles. Oh, I feel so dumb. Well, that's my so that is my last, last name the game that I have in my back catalogue. <laughs> oh. But yes, oh, I, I had that one plan to have Alex on the podcast to do it with so like you know you had someone to help you yeah yeah <laughs> but uh yeah poor bastard has a throat infection so he couldn't yes. join us poor guy so jake is there anything you'd like to plug you don't have to plug yourself you can plug anything you yeah. like <laughs> man man thinking back at the last time i was such an ass talking about that <laughs> <laughs> I, I was such an asshole. oh uh, but uh no nah, i won't i won't bother Nah, so all good. I, I, I want to, yeah, I want to try and be professional. Don't want, you know, every, e- uh, yeah, I don't want every, you know, every podcast introduction. Yeah, I don't want every introduction of me be like, hey, check out my things. It's all about me. <laughs> I mean, you can at least do your Twitter where people can yeah. follow you. <laughs> yeah, but nah. for a lot of VTuber posts, <laughs> not even that. It's more just like dumb things that I find. Like the occasional VTuber post. You just put that all in the Discord, don't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alex, please cut out this garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be staying in now that you've said that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because you said that, it's staying in. <laughs> I'm tempting fate. Yes. But speaking of Discord, you can find ours pinned on our Twitter page, which is at Switchaboo News. You can also find us on uh, Facebook slash Switchaboo, at Instagram at Switchaboo, and Patreon slash Switchaboo, where you can donate and give us money, please. So we can hijack this every week. <laughs> One day uh, Alex will show up again. Maybe. Maybe. Depends how his uh, new place goes. Yeah. Either way, uh, with that, that is the end of the episode 9 of the Switchboot podcast. Uh, I have been your host, Nathan Rudge, and my co-host, Jake Mounsey. Yo. And this is us signing off. Um, Have a good day. See ya.